Ashwara ji, I wanted to talk more about relationships, and um, I want to talk about toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. When is it, and how is it that a relationship turns toxic? We have to go to the very beginning of the relationship. Hmm? Most of the times, a relationship does not really turn toxic. It is toxic in its inception, in its genesis itself. Hmm? It's just that the toxicity remains hidden when things are rosy and pink. Hmm? And when the situations change and uh, things turn a little adverse, mm. then the toxicity surfaces. Mm. And we feel as if the relationship has turned sour or toxic. It hasn't. How are relationships founded in the first place? Tell me, how does that happen? Um, so, it's usually, you know, a common, someone you see more often, you know, like if usually what happens is if you're in the same class, so somebody you get familiar with, you know, you, you see them around a lot um, or they approach you. So first thing is somebody has to be in your sensual field, yes. hmm, the field of the senses. And then why does one feel attracted to that particular object? Because they fit a certain model that you like. So, you know, the, your likes might... More explicitly, more. more explicitly. How do most relationships take place? You have a certain need and you feel that the other person can fulfill it. It could be emotional, physical, hmm? sometimes even financial. Okay. Right? <laughs> hmm. Yes. So, what's usually that need about? As in? I mean, why does a man feel attracted to a woman? Why does a woman go towards a man? What's the nature of the need? So they feel a certain lack, maybe, that the other person can help them with um, a certain insecurity. A certain lack, a certain insecurity, right? So, that's how the relationship begins in the first place. You lack something within hmm. and to make up for it, you are going to the other person. You are looking at the other person primarily in a utilitarian way. You want to use the other person. Hmm. Hmm. If you really want to understand things, we will have to be blunt. right? You want to use the other person. Hmm. It's not very different from exploitation. Hmm. It appears like love, but you just want to use the other person hmm, as something that would plug a hole here or here or somewhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. The woman, for example, might have been conditioned by the body or the society to have somebody walking by her side. The man might again be driven by his physical needs mm. or peer pressure mm. to demonstrate that he too carries a partner or a consort. Mm. So that's how people feel attracted. Somebody's body is attractive. Somebody looks a super achiever. Somebody carries a, a lot of money. Somebody is quite famous. 
and then you get drawn towards that person, right? Why? Because that's something that you would want to add to yourself. Hmm? Can I have her body available to me? Hmm? That will fulfill a certain need. Can I have her money available to me? Can I have his his prestige or, or his power available to me? Hmm? That would compensate for my lack of these things. So that's, that's what is happening. Now the need that is there, somehow it happens that it never can get fulfilled. Be it a man, be it a woman, be it any person. All of us feel a certain hollow within. There is a void. There is an emptiness, an incompletion. That constantly bugs us. We feel it. We feel it and it is for the sake of uh, filling up that hollow that we work so much, that we do much of what we do, including striking relationships. So that's how you get associated with someone. But we said the need cannot really be met by anybody. So what would happen now? I have brought something home and that which I have brought home is not doing what I expected it to do. Hmm? Won't I be annoyed? Resentment. There is resentment. There would be resentment. And in many cases it can take the uh, form of uh, very obvious toxicity. You... uh, may even get physically violent or there could be micro episodes of subtle violence continuously. You might probably be cultured or sophisticated enough to not physically beat up the other but through your expressions, through subtle hints, gestures, so all through all those little things that we do throughout the day with our partners hmm? because we know their buttons we know their buttons so we can play around with things you know all the non-verbal communication and all such stuff hmm. so we keep on beating up the other in subtle ways we keep on hitting the other hurting the other why because we are hurt in the first place that the other is not giving me what I really need That's at the root of toxicity. A relationship that is founded on flawed principles in the first place. And if the relationship is flawed in the first place, then you cannot avoid toxicity later on. Toxicity is bound to surface. So, the common refrain that is there And the poetic expression that says that relationships have changed. Mm. Hmm? Poets love to put it that way. They say, you know, relationships have changed, much like the weather. Hmm? And then we, uh, in a very nostalgic way, uh, look back at the past and say, you know, she used to be so great Mm. till five years ago and now um, he or she is no more the same person and, and, and so much has changed. The fact is, nothing really has changed. It's just become more clear. It's just become more clear, more apparent. In fact, the thing has become more honest now. 
thing has become more honest so uh, we need to first of all stop blaming fortune or circumstances it's not that the weather has changed it's not that outside situations have made one or both persons change into something else mm. on the contrary we continue to remain who we are we were ignorant people when the relationship was founded and we are ignorant even right now so actually we have just not changed okay hmm actually we have just not changed the relationship has just not changed maybe she is your girlfriend of 20 years vintage hmm. maybe the relationship took place when both of you were 16 hmm. and maybe now you are 36 and you keep breaking each other's head hmm it appears that in 20 years so much has changed but the fact is that both these 36 years olds are still 16 or not even 16 hmm. in the mental sense they have not changed because change in the positive in the affirmative sense is about growing up hmm. you have not grown up so the old toxicity is just finding expression so it's also maybe if i would understand it i would understand it that if you're not learning from life then life kind of hits you harder and harder and harder yes yes life keeps peeling layers of your personality hmm. and beneath all these layers is hidden the toxic core hmm. what life and time and experience do is that they keep on removing the veneers hmm. Hmm? the layers that hide what lies within us and so things get exposed of course life also keeps adding layers yeah. but then that's a different thing all right so why do people not leave such relationships once you see that it is a toxic relationship or maybe they don't see it but you can see the day in and day out you you know you're getting into the same uh, violence same you know extortion same embarrassment Seems awkwardness and all oh. so why do people just not leave or would you advise them to leave in the first place leave as in physically leave physically as in at least be separate from each other so in the sense of not staying together not staying together not being in the relationship not staying in the same house or the same room that's what you mean by splitting up right the thing is sometimes a lot you do better when you're away from that person you see that might be a temporary kind of measure and that measure might be needed sometimes to temporarily stop seeing the other or stop staying with the other living with the other but then that won't help much hmm? the real solution to toxicity is maturity hmm? this kind of separation is advisable only to those who do not have the appetite for maturity hmm? if they say that we cannot have the real solution hmm. we do not have it in us to implement the real solution hmm. just give us some kind of uh, you know a a, a painkiller okay hmm we can't have a surgery just give us some analgesic that we can keep on having continuously and somehow subside our pain then maybe this would work for them right separate physically hmm. break up or go for a divorce hmm. 
but that's not the real solution that's not the real solution the real solution is to see what is really going on the real solution is to first of all heal oneself by acknowledging in an honest way that one is not a victim at least not a victim of the other one is just suffering due to his own mischief and ignorance the moment you stop charging the other or holding the other responsible for your problems much changes you have to see that you are responsible for the rut you are in and not only are you responsible for the rut you are in you are probably to some degree also responsible for the rut the other is in and then not only do you stop uh, totally vilifying the other it is possible that you may even develop some kind of a compassion towards the other otherwise blame and vilification are so easy are they not Hmm? i am in a toxic relationship usually translates to the other fellow is toxic hmm. Hmm? Hmm. i am in a toxic relationship means the other, the other fellow is toxic i do not advise people to separate usually hmm. not because i am an advocate of uh, marital continuity not because i am some kind of an anti divorce activist or something not that i am in great awe of the traditional institution of family and marriage for not for those reasons it is because i see it as an act of escapism and cowardice hmm? to just drop the other person and run away should be absolutely the last option and that last option should be exercised after you have honestly tried everything else and it has failed 999 out of 1000 times something would work out for you it's not that everything would be insufficient when when absolutely nothing seems to be working then fine leave the other person and even then the leaving or separation part i feel must be temporary okay never strike someone permanently out of your life hmm. nobody deserves this kind of apathy or hatred hmm. Hmm? you can do that hmm. you can very well say no 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 i don't want to carry this relationship or that person forward any more with me mm. do that but that would leave you a little smaller than what you could have been mm. the decision to chuck somebody out from your life would leave you a little poorer it would deprive you of a certain richness in life 
So it is not merely the other that you are hurting by kicking him out or by yourself walking out. You are hurting yourself as well. An obstinate person is a headache, is a challenge. Mm. When I say obstinate, I mean obstinately toxic. So an obstinately toxic person is a challenge but also an opportunity, is he not? Now if you take up that opportunity and really fight hard to win it, then it leads to your own betterment, enrichment. You become somebody bigger, deeper, more profound. So don't Try to quickly run away from someone. That also does not mean that you continue hmm. to bear violence or hardships hmm. or um, abuse. Hmm. No, not at all. Not at all. Obviously, that is something that you have to take care of hmm. by whatever means. Hmm. The emphasis is on not quitting and when I say not quitting I do not mean that the husband must not quit as husband and the wife must not quit as the wife do quit as a husband no issues but never quit as a person don't forget that you have been with this fellow for 2 years or 20 years whatsoever you have spent a part of your life with this person And it's an opportunity. It's a, it's a part of your basic humanity. It's a part of being human. To not to dump the other when the other too is in distress. You might say, but the other does not look in distress. The other is in fact an exploiter, hmm. a violent person. One who is doing all these things, shouting, shrieking, Biting, hitting, scratching is surely not in a good mental state, right? Mm. See whether you can be man enough or woman enough to really redeem that person. Hmm? It is very alright, I said, to change the name of the relationship. You need not carry the same names that you gave yourself at the beginning of the relationship. In fact, you should give up those names as early as possible because it is those names that are at the root of toxicity. Don't carry those names. Drop those names, but don't drop the person, please. So, husband-wife relationship, violent, let's say. And so how do you stop being the wife suddenly? Or how do you stop being the husband? Just like if one. needed, move out of the house. No issues. Hmm. If needed, move out of the house. See what practical arrangement you can make for the kids. Hmm. See whether you want to take the kids out with you. But then for that you need to have financial independence, hmm. which I hope you have. Hmm. I hope the relationship has not uh, uh, lulled you into a kind of an imaginary comfort in which you decide not to earn anything and depend on the income of the other. But that is quite... If that is happening, then the first thing in gaining freedom from this toxicity is financial independence. Go find a job for yourself. Hmm. Go find a job for yourself. If needed, quit that house. 
बट नॉट दैट पर्सन नॉट दैट पर्सन बिकॉज यू नो परमानेंटली ब्लैकलिस्टिंग अ पर्सन इज ऑलमोस्ट लाइक किलिंग अ पार्ट ऑफ योर सेल्फ हील वेन अ पेशेंट कम्स टू यू इट्स इट इट प्रॉब्ली इज इजियर टू डिक्लेयर हिम अ होपलेस केस एंड लेट हिम एक्सपायर ऑन द टेबल बट इट रिक्वायर्स समबडी फैंटेस्टिक टू टेक अप द चैलेंज एंड एंड क्योर दैट पर्सन like a lot of times why people when i mean leave like you know when i mean you know it's like leave the house in that sense a lot of times people you know are worried about getting out of that relationship like you know suppose one is financially independent and they move out to another so i mean what i understand is self love like first you have to heal and only then can you heal na because otherwise if you've not you know healed yourself then how do you expect to even help the other right see that will tell you why the relationship is bad in the first place hmm you probably enjoy dependency you probably have no spiritual basis to the relationship hmm now this dependency was a very happy thing as long as you were being provided for by that person yeah but now the same dependency keeps you arrested in the and restricted in the household hmm so now you don't like it you don't like it now you say oh what do i do i am so dependent how do i move out why don't you stay it in the same breath that you were quietly and happily enjoying the same dependence for the first 5 or 10 years yeah hmm right so always be very very sure of the solidity of the fundamentals even when everything seems to be going right in a relationship keep checking have i become dependent have i become exploitative have i started holding expectations has the other started holding expectations is the other blocking my view of the larger universe mm. has the other become too central to my mind my thoughts mm. has the other started occupying my inner space mm. to an extent that may be called unhealthy these are the things that you should check for when there are no troubling symptoms often when the symptoms appear it is already too late hmm getting it relationship going bad is a euphemism really and it does not really clarify what is going on relationship going bad means the minds of the two people in the relationship are bad and if their minds are bad it's not only this one particular mutual relationship that would be bad all of them all their relationships with all possible conceivable objects in the universe would either be bad or waiting to show up as bad so a bad relationship fundamentally indicates a bad mind and what is a bad mind 
when I say a bad mind, I'm not talking in the sense of morality or ethics. A bad mind is one that does not know itself. A mind that has no self-knowledge is a bad mind. A mind that is obsessed with the world and its uh, enthralling objects is a bad mind. That's the bad mind. You should have some clarity about what is really going on. You should know your body, you should know your thoughts, passions, emotions. You should have some, some inclination towards self-inquiry. Mm. If you do not have it, then you will suffer. Relationships just bring out mm. the ignorance within us. So we blame relationships. Actually, it is ourselves that we have to blame. I think Oshuri also said this once that you know relation in relationships you find out who you are. In who you are. Everybody, I mean, Krishnamurti was fond of saying this. But one cannot take that sentence and enter into a relationship to know them. Hmm. Everybody is already in relationship, you see. If you are not formally or physically related to a person. Aren't you still related to that person's idea? One might be chasing a girl hmm. and the girl is not responding. So it appears that there is no relationship. Yeah. But the fact is that the boy is obsessed with her hmm. and there exists a strong relationship, maybe not with the body of the girl, but with the idea of the girl. So Krishnamurti is perfectly right when he says one knows himself only in relationships. But then that does not mean that you have to have an additional relationship to know yourself. You are already neck deep in relationships. Everybody is. Hmm? What does that mean, being neck deep in relationship? The inner sense that we have, that I, the, the ego thing, it lives in such incompleteness that it is always attached to somebody. It always describes itself with respect to somebody else. For example... I am a worker. I am mm. hmm? somebody's friend. I am mm. a rich man. Mm. I belong to such religion. So along with the I, there exists something else that helps define the I. That's ego. Ego is the I sense that cannot define itself without the help of an external object. Science external object, the ego starts feeling asphyxiated. It has nothing to, to really base itself on. Hmm? We are always related. We must know what we are doing, why we are getting related, why, why I must have this, this or this. What does the universe mean to me? What does this, this piece of clothing mean to me? I must really ask these questions. Without these questions, one is uh, pushing himself into a lot of trouble. Another thing I must add. You are talking about why people continue to be in toxic relationships. Never forget that man is fundamentally pleasure seeking. Hmm? The wise ones who knew 
a few things they would say that the nature of the self is joy hmm the nature of self is joy joy and what is joy joy is pleasure or happiness that does not depend on anything else so the nature of the true and pure self is joy and joy is freedom because joy implies no dependence on anything hmm. i'm not happy for some reason so joy is happiness without a reason therefore joy is happiness without a beginning without an end hmm. therefore joy is happiness without a definition the nature of the ego is a little removed from the nature of the pure self pure self is joy ego is pleasure seeking so whatsoever the ego does it does for the sake of pleasure hmm? that's what we mean when we say i want to be happy i want to be happy i want to be happy so when someone says oh i am suffering so much in a toxic relationship and i'm yet continuing to tolerate it then he is just stating only half the story either uh, ignorantly or deliberately the fact is if you are tolerating a toxic relationship you are deriving some pleasure out of it mm. the ego cannot do anything without getting something from that thing so if a lady comes to you and says i get beaten up and all the abusive things happen to me and yet you know i i choose to remain in the household then she is not telling you the full story the full story is she is still seeing some benefit in staying put hmm. otherwise she would have just walked out long back so you must ask her hmm. Hmm? what is it that you are tolerating all such abuse for what is the return that you get what is the return that you are getting she might not be very willing to acknowledge hmm. because it is a little awkward indeed shameful hmm. Hmm? but then that that payoff surely exists one has to give up the greed for that payoff once you have gone beyond the greed to get something in 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 return for uh, your humiliation hmm. then you find that you are free of your humiliation hmm? nothing really happens to us without our consent don't i say that very often hmm? get rid of greed and that freedom from greed is spiritual advancement otherwise how can you have freedom from greed freedom from greed is not some kind of a uh, bold decision coming from nowhere hmm. freedom from greed comes only from deep clarity about the nature of the self hmm. once you know who you are only then it becomes possible to drop greed once you drop greed you also drop fear and humiliation and all the misbehavior that you tolerate can you if can i say that if you dropped greed you can save yourself from being exploited obviously because you see it's a trade off it's a trade off you humiliate me at the same time you offer me something and when i weigh the humiliation against what i am getting i find what i am getting a little outweighs the humiliation mm. so i am prepared to take the humiliation now outwardly and to others i might keep saying that i do not like what is going on mm. but the fact is it's a happy trade off 
So people don't end relationships because there because there does exist a trade off which they still take to be beneficial. Hmm. If you really want to advise, counsel such people, you will have to demonstrate to them that the payoff is not positive. Hmm? That the kind of abuse that they are tolerating, hmm. or the kind of loss of life they are bearing, hmm. is far more uh, damaging. Hmm? Uh, and bigger than any perceived benefits that they might be getting. Hmm. So that's where you, you know, draw the line in a sense. Hmm. See, the moment it becomes clear to someone that in a particular situation he is losing, then you don't have to tell him to what to do next. Just bring that clarity to him. That here you are getting so much, but in the process of getting this much, you are compromising or sacrificing so much. Hmm. That's all. Hmm. Now the fellow will decide for himself and act on his own. Hmm. And when in this case one is made to realize that, you know, the take, that you're losing out way more than what you're getting, is there in, that is what, like, do you? Is there a feel, like? Is there a leaving out? Do you leave the relationship, or do you understand this, heal yourself, and then come back and help the other? It's not a. There is no absolute answer possible to this, right? Going to the basis of your question, when you say the relationship has exploitation in it, mm. Huh? Mm. what does exploitation mean? My self-interest is different from your self-interest. Therefore, I can eat you up to maximize my self-interest. That is exploitation. Mm -hmm. Correct? What is at the basis of uh, exploitation? The concept, the feeling that I am different from you. My self-interest is separate. separate from your self-interest. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, this is exploitation. Mm -hmm. To cure exploitation, if I recommend walking out hmm. as the only way possible, then what am I saying? Still, that I am defending my self-interest by walking out, hmm. quitting you, dumping you. Am I then not still the same person who was previously playing the, playing the game of exploitation? Hmm. At the root of exploitation is the feeling of separation, division. Separation, okay. Right? I am me, you are you. I can exploit you hmm. and be a bigger me. That's exploitation. I walk out. Hmm. And why did I walk out? To take care of my personal peace. Hmm. 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 Am I still not the one who was thinking previously in the language of division? Hmm. So this walking out then will not be very beneficial. Hmm. Therefore, one has to take quitting or walking out just as a temporary thing. Right? Freedom from exploitation is very incomplete without compassion. Not only have you to, you have to end your own exploitation, you also have to bring compassion to the other. And these two must go hand in hand. Obviously, there might be some uh, phase lag between these two. Hmm. One may come first, the other may come later. There might even be a gap of many years between these two. Hmm. But these two... Uh, 
will exist together. You cannot have just one of them. Hmm? You cannot say that I to save my skin, I broke out of the house, like one breaks out of a jail. And then I never turned back to look at what is happening in the house. It doesn't happen this way. It cannot happen this way. If you break out of the house just to take care of your own self-interest, then wherever you go, you would find that you are still caught in the cycle of exploitation and suffering. If you really want to end exploitation and suffering, then you have to take care of yourself and also try to do as much good to the other as possible. So it's a full circle, it's not... It's a full circle. You cannot just take care of only yourself. You see, if I take care of just myself, hmm. then how am I different from the exploiter? Is he not following the same principle? He too is saying I am taking care of just myself. And I say, I too want to just care, take care of myself. So I am walking out, I will go settle in some other place and be happy. So the, you become the exploiter. You become the exploiter. And now the exploiter has fully won. Hmm. He has totally converted you. Hmm. He has made one of him. Yeah. Now you belong to his creed. Hmm. Hmm. So the way to get out of the relationship would be to understand? To not remain the person who entered the relationship. That's the way to spiritually break up. Hmm? When you break up in the material way, you leave the house. When you break up in the spiritual way, you leave who you are. That's a great breakup. And in this breakup, the other person will not even know that you have broken up. Because externally you will appear just the same. Hmm? Internally, you are no more the same person. Break up. I didn't break up with you. I broke up with myself. Fine. So, so you cannot really um, charge me or blame me. <laughs> Art of breaking up. Yeah.